Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today we're going to be speaking about what I've titled, Have You Left Your Place of Assignment? Have you left your place of assignment? Holy Spirit, help me to deliver this image as I put in my heart. Help me to interpret your nudges and deliver it as you want me to in Jesus' name. I pray for the hearts that will listen to this message, that you prepare the hearts to be able to hear what you have proposed to them to hear this message, Lord. And your purpose for this podcast, your purpose for this episode will be done in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel 24 to 29. And I'll be reading from the NIV version. I would encourage you to please join me in reading your Bible. I believe that reading is very important for us to assimilate things. Not just listening, really helps. I think we assimilate a lot more when you read. And even when you write, even we assimilate a lot more than when we read. Um, I think people say you forget nice what you listen to. I think you forget about 85% or 80% of what you read. And there's a different chat about it, but yeah. So let's continue. So 1 Samuel 24 to 29, NIV version. So they set out and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the desert of Maon, in the Araba south of Jeshimon. Saul and his men began the search, and when David was told about it, I know David was always getting something to tell him Saul's plan. It's so funny and interesting. God really, really, you know, simple to really help David, because he wouldn't have known. I continue. He went down to the rock and stayed in the desert of Maon. When Saul heard this, he went into the desert of Maon in portrait of David. Saul was going along one side of the mountain, and David and his men were on the other side, hurrying to get away from Saul. As Saul and his forces were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul, saying, Come quickly, the Philistines are raiding the land. Then Saul broke off his pursuit of David and went to meet the Philistines. That is why they called the place Selah Amalekhoth. Hope I pronounced that properly. <laughs> and David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of Engedi. Very interesting words and interesting pronunciations in the Bible. So I stop here. Now let's take a step back. Saul had a fleeting thought. How can David be the one that they are praising and not me? He attributed 10,000 to David and 1,000 to me. That fleeting thought. Saul dwelled on it and he went into a rabbit hole and a hole that he could not come out from. To the point where he was so consumed by the thoughts, so consumed by the need in his mind, so consumed by his want to kill David. So he was eating, sleeping, waking, constantly thinking of ways and how to kill David. How did this all start from a fleeting thought? A fleeting thought. He now even left his place of assignment. He was the king of Israel. The Philistines started to raid the land. He left his everything in pursuit to go and kill his brother. 
in the land David because they're all from the same man, Jacob. He left his place of assignment because of the thoughts, the intention, the distraction to kill David. It was a distraction. It was a distraction on Saul's life. Saul was so consumed by these fleeting thoughts that now had now developed a stronghold, a very strong urge, very strong need to kill David. And it shows how powerful each thoughts can get if we let them. They keep going. The devil would never stop at getting 1% from one. He will continue going to get everything. So it's best not to let it in the very first place. Once you just sense one thought, and I've been quite conscious to do it quite frequently. So once I say a thought that is concerned, no, no, it's not for me. I can't waste my, and I say it's stuck anybody's shoe. I can't waste the brain and mind God has given to me on feeling bad or, you know, or showing a thought that may not even happen. And I know that before I used to have this problem whereby I will be thinking and thinking about things where that will never ever happen. I'll be imagining thoughts and obviously they are coming from a place. Let's imagine, oh, this will happen, that will happen because I'm because of sort of fear in my heart. But then one day, God told me, do you realize that this time you are using to focus on this thought? So I'm using it to do other things that are more meaningful, that will actually yield results. Because these thoughts are just thoughts. They will not yield results, especially if it's not in God's plan for one's life. But then because these thoughts are so comforting for us, we like to stay there and wallow and keep going. But then guess what? While we're doing that, who is winning? It's the devil. He's one saying, yeah, keep on going. And then what does he do? He pumps you with more thoughts and says, ah, let's continue. He or she's enjoying his thoughts. Let's keep on, keep on giving them. Let's feed their imaginations. And then your brain is so amazing. Your mind is so amazing to be able to ah, think of wilder imaginations than one can ever think or dream of. That probably will never ever be possible. But because the devil is trying so hard to capture one's mind, make it busy, one can so focus on those thoughts that we don't even know the end. Just keep going and keep going. And see, for Saul's situation, it went up until the point that he kept trying so hard to kill David. He tried every single thing, but God did not deliver David into his hand. And guess what? At the end of the day, he still died. So all those times, he was wasting on those thoughts. All those time was wasting on leaving his kingdom and pushing one man. All those time was all wasted. He could have used that time to reconcile to God, to fulfill his purpose that God would have, you know, given him after he left as king. Who mentor David that he knew he was going to become king? But no, he didn't do that. I know I said in a couple of episodes before that Saul's fight was not David. Saul was fighting with God because he knew God was with David. So he was trying to battle, kill God's anointed, which is very impossible. How do you even do that when God has not ordained it? It's possible. And guess, obviously, what was happening? The devil was happy. He had left his of assignment. He's just so focused on the distraction of David. And it keeps going and going and going. And the devil is loving it. And it's pumping more thoughts. It's helping him, you know, with his imaginations. Thinking of other ways. It's even helping him to how to strategize to really kill David. Different things. The devil was not camping there. Till his final breath. It started with one fleeting thought. That led to where he was today. And so the lesson here is pause is to one capture our thoughts, but also deal with any strongholds of our hearts 
that you know any thoughts that devil pushes through and now stick. Just think about it. If someone didn't have fear in his heart or didn't have jealousy in his heart, now if if it was being was saying it, then how would have really cared? But there's already an underlying fact, you know, issue, heart stronghold of fear, jealousy there. And once that splitting thought just came in, boom, just reminded him of that stronghold and took over. Again, that's one of the devil's tools to destroy one. The next thing I say is no matter what, if God has placed us in a place of assignment, we cannot and we should not live there. Because God is there, you are going. So go and do what? I know that there are times, and I'm saying for myself, because the time whereby I want you to go, God, you sent me here now. What's happening? I'll be complaining, but, but you know, I know because I'm telling I want to go. And he says, Stay. I'm like, Father Lord, really? Like, do I really have to stay? But then I'm thanking God each day for being because I see why those things I wanted to do don't work out. I thank God it didn't work out because I know what would have happened now. I see it now, but then I did not see it. And that's honest truth. And so it can come out for anybody where, you know, that place that God has placed you in is hard, it's hot for one. It's a learning curve, but like, oh my God, it's too hard. It's frustrating. People, are, whatever the story we have, whatever it is, we are tired of that place. But as long as God has not asked us to move, we are going to stay there. Please stay there in obedience to God. Don't leave your place of fast of assignment based on a distraction because those things that are making it uncomfortable are actually distraction. We need to focus on what God is putting us there for. And may God help us. This particular message is actually to me as well. God help me. So thank you for listening to me today. I pray God give the strength to focus and stay and not be detracted from our first assignment in Jesus' name. Pray God continues to help us, uphold us, give us heart of obedience. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.